When God calls you to do something, do it with all of your heart. Don't give up halfway through the miracle that the Lord is doing through you. Hi, I'm Josh. Welcome to Honestly Radio. Have you ever wondered, what am I doing this for? How can I possibly make this happen? Now, depending on what this is, can dramatically shape what you should do next. In this case, I'm talking about spiritually. When you're striving to do God's will and you feel discouraged or defeated. When we're not seeing dramatic results for all your efforts, it's important for us to return to why. Why am I doing this? It can be so easy to get lost in the how and what of what we're doing that we lose our central purpose. I'll use the ministry Honestly Radio as the example. If I allow myself, I can get so lost in how do I reach more people? What do I need to do to be better to communicate and connect? Questions like this are not bad, but they aren't inspirational. They're not fuel in the tank to face another day. The most important question I can ask is why? Why do I record messages for a podcast called Honestly Radio? Answer, God called me to encourage others to follow his divine purpose for their lives and connect people to Jesus. That's why I do what I do. Do you know your why? It's the very thing that will shape the how you do things and what you do. And that's important. It realigns you with the truth and gives you the proper perspective. I am fulfilling the ministry that God hired me to do, and I want to do the very best I can for him as an act of faith, obedience, and worship. The measurement of success is not found in numbers. It's found by putting my faith into action and trusting God to do what I cannot. And when that's being done with my whole heart, I can have confidence that my boss, God the Father, is proud of me. What God desires is our full obedience. Anything less is disobedience. And he can't bless that. It's the very opposite of who he is. There is a remarkable story in the Bible found in 2 Kings chapter 13. Two men were drawn together in a season of discouragement and defeat for the nation of Israel. This was the result of sin. The kings who had led the nation refused to follow God and instead gave their worship to false idols. The result led to a near annihilation event for the kingdom, with the threat of the nation of Aram threatening to destroy them at any moment. That's when the king, out of time and out of answers, finally turned to the one man of God he knew, Elisha, who was moments away from death. It was this desperation that brings us to verse 14. When Elisha was in his last illness, King Jehoash of Israel visited him and wept over him. My father, my father, I see the chariots and charioteers of Israel, he cried. The army was destroyed. Only a handful remained. Elisha told him, get a bow and some arrows. And the king did as he was told. Sometimes when we read the Bible, we gloss over details. Take note that this is an unusual request. This is not normal what Elisha is asking a weeping king to do, a king who is desperate for God's help. But thankfully, he responds with obedience. Elisha told him, put your hand on the bow. And Elisha laid his own hands on the king's hands. Then he commanded, open that eastern window, and he opened it. Then he said, Shoot, so he shot an arrow. Why do any of this? Obedience. 
God wanted the king not to rely on what he perceived to be his royal strength, but instead rely upon the Lord to finally fully submit to his will. And it was the full obedience that led to this miraculous moment. Elisha proclaimed, This is the Lord's arrow, an arrow of victory over Aram, for you will completely conquer the enemy. This was incredible news, news that made no sense through the ability of the king, but was made possible through the blessing of God. Obedience positions our hearts and our lives to receive the blessing of God the Father. We are facing forward with arms open, ready to receive whatever it is God wants to give. Instruction, wisdom, victory, blessing, we are connected, and that is a beautiful thing. When we disobey, it has the opposite effect. We turn away, drop our hands, and are no longer positioned to receive anything from God. If it's not full obedience, it's disobedience. That's important to remember as we move forward. Then Elisha said, now pick up the other arrows and strike them against the ground. Once again, not a normal request. Nothing has been so far. But God through Elisha is saying, trust me with your whole heart. You have all these arrows in your quiver. Now shoot them into the ground. Now, we don't know for sure how many arrows the king had. Archers can carry anywhere from 10 to about 30 arrows in a quiver. But that gives you some perspective for what happens next. So the king picked them up and struck the ground three times. But the man of God was angry at him. You should have struck the ground five or six times, he exclaimed. Now remember, Elisha is moments away from death. But with his last moments on earth, he is doing everything he possibly can do to be obedient to God. He is giving it absolutely everything he has. Overcome with illness and old age, he is using his last remaining breaths to do what God called him to do so many years ago. And he's doing it to minister to a sinful king who isn't worthy of his help and isn't worthy of God's blessing. And in the last request from a dying prophet, the king gives a half-hearted response to a command from God. Jehoash had fully obeyed up until the last request. And then out of a quiver full of arrows, he fires three times and calls it quits. Now, it's likely God has not called you to strike arrows into the ground, but I know he has instructed you to do something. And maybe it feels unusual or even uncomfortable for you. And you've done so well with the first few steps. And now you're reaching this final stage and you're struggling to keep going. You're not able to see the full picture. So you're thinking, maybe now I just give up. I don't see the point of doing it anymore. And that's when we revisit the why. Why are we doing this? Because God has called us to do it. He chose us. He loves us. He desires to be a part of our lives. Who determines the outcome? God does. Whose approval do I desire the most? Jesus. Who decides if it's successful? Christ. It's not about the how or what. It's all about the why. The king lost sight of that. And so he stopped before doing all of what God had said. And because of that, he missed out. Elisha gives the king his final prophecy. Then you would have beaten Aram until it was completely destroyed. Now you will be victorious only three times. 
So many times we give up right before God does the truly miraculous. We give up our acts of full obedience, lose sight of why we're doing what we do or how we do it, and enter into half obedience, which is ultimately disobedience. God has a message for you today. Hold on a little bit longer. He's not done working. You may not understand it, but understanding is not required. Faith and obedience is. God says, if only you could see what I see, if you could only know what I am prepared to do in you and through you, hold on. Don't let go. A miraculous work has already begun in your life. Don't leave your quiver full. Shoot all the arrows. Not just with obedience, but with enthusiasm because you serve a risen king. You serve a king who is worthy of all our lives, all our praise, all our time, and all our attention. Let's go out like Elisha, committing ourselves completely to living a life of faith and obedience. That's what God uses. That's what changes the world. The Bible says, then Elisha died and was buried. What's remarkable is what's recorded next in verse 21. Some men were burying a body. They dumped it into Elisha's tomb to avoid some nasty raiders. And then this. As soon as the body touched Elisha's bones, the dead men revived and jumped to his feet. So powerful was the presence of God on Elisha that even in his death, the Lord still did the miraculous through him. That's what a lifetime of faith and obedience can do. So my encouragement to you is don't give up. Don't give in. Keep going. The best is yet to come. Remember why you are doing it. Don't give up halfway through the miraculous work that Jesus is doing through you. I want to close the show with this passage from Colossians because I believe it reinforces our why as Christians. It helps us to refocus on Jesus when we're carrying out the what and how of our calling. Chapter 3, verse 23. Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I want to recognize a great book by Jonathan Hardy that I discovered called Arrow Striker. I've just started it, but I highly recommend it. It was the inspiration for teaching from Second Kings today. You can find it on Amazon and let him know you appreciate his faith and obedience and let him know that Honestly Radio sent you. I want to encourage you to read Second Kings chapter 13 and Colossians chapter 3 on your own. If you need a Bible, just tap on the link in the Honestly Radio Instagram or Facebook page. We have a few free resources for you there as well as ways to connect and download the podcast. I want to encourage you to connect with God daily in prayer, in the Bible, and through attendance and service at a local church. Allow Christ to begin building your faith. Thank you for joining us on Honestly Radio. Remember, live honestly, be blessed. We'll see you next time.